0: Hello, and welcome to Laurel Canyon Country. This is a podcast that I have wanted to do for some time, just kept putting off because I had to do it right. Which, as any creative person knows, putting off something until you can do it right usually means you're not going to get started. It was hard. Trying to figure out how to start a podcast is hard. Where do you start? What do you make the first episode about? How long should the episodes be? Do I write a script? Do I speak off the cuff? Well, I guess I'm going to start with an introduction. So that's what this episode is, is an introduction to what this is about and why I started it. Well, first thing is, my name is Alan. I am a guitar player and a music nerd. I started playing guitar at the tail end of the 1980s when everyone wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. I could never figure out, though, how to make my fingers do that. I could never pull off the hair metal fast guitar licks. So at first it was just a hobby. Playing guitar was just something to do for fun. But then through late night TV and Tonight Show and Arsenio Hall, I discovered B.B. King and Miles Davis. I didn't grow up in a household where that kind of music was played. And I just became obsessed with that music and just guitar in general. I would read guitar magazines. I'd go check out CDs from my local library. I spent all the money from my part-time job at McDonald's on CDs from Tower Records. I took guitar lessons from the local music store. I would tape every episode of Austin City Limits and Saturday Night Live just to watch the music performances anything to hear and learn more about music. In college, I was a jazz guitar junkie. All I cared about, Grant Green, Joe Pass, Wes Montgomery, all the greats, till I was just burnt out of it. Couldn't stand it anymore. Listening to jazz began to sound like listening to someone recite math problems. It was boring, it was overwrought, and just not fun anymore. So around that time, two things happened. I joined a country band and I discovered the Americana music boom. More specifically, someone gave me two CDs. John Hayek comes alive at BudaCon, and Uncle Tupelo's No Depression. I felt rejuvenated as a musician. And me being me, well, I, I had to do my research. Where did this music come from? Why did I like Merle Haggard and the Dwight Yoakam tunes that my band was covering, but I didn't like the traditional Nashville sound the vocal groups, and the string sections. Ultimately, all of this digging led me to Graham Parsons and the album Sweetheart of the Rodeo. I can remember the day I went to my local library and I picked up a copy of the Sweetheart of the Rodeo box set on CD. I got all the extra discs with Graham singing lead vocals, outtakes, extensive liner notes, the works. I was so pumped. I had read so much about how this was the seminal country rock record. This was the Big Bang of Americana. This was hippies playing country music for the first time. It was going to be life-changing. I put it into my CD player. I sat back, and I just didn't get it. I didn't get how this was groundbreaking or even country rock. Um, It just sounded like a country record to me. I didn't hear any rock. Where were the Eagles harmonies or the distorted guitars from rock and roll? There wasn't even the hot guitar playing and fiddle playing that I was used to on all these Merle Haggard and Buck Owens cuts. Some of the Birds' later records sounded a little more country rock to me with the fuzzed out guitars playing twangy licks. But if this was the big bang of country rock, it felt like a small pop to me. I just didn't get it. But I didn't give up. I kept reading. I kept researching. I kept checking out CDs from my library. I checked out the Flying Burrito Brothers and Poco, uh, the Eagles, Emmylou Harris, Linda Ronstadt. As I poured through the liner notes, I began to see the same names pop up over and over again. James Burton, Doug Dillard, J.D. Manassas, Chris Hillman, Bernie Ledden, same group of people were making all of these records. I started to wonder how it all related and how it all intertwined. And the more I connected all the dots, the bigger the spider web got, and the more dots I found there were to connect. I have remained fascinated with this one scene of music, this one time and place that gave birth to it all, which was really Laurel Canyon. I guess the other reason to tell this story is really down to two people. One is my friend Thistle, who started a podcast simply because she wanted to. Seeing her do that, and seeing her do it in a way where she knew she didn't have to be perfect, was very freeing to me. So I'm just going to do this, and we'll see if it works. and Hopefully it gets better as time goes by. The other reason is, like a lot of country music fans... I love the podcast, Cocaine and Rhinestones, that Tyler Co does. He's given me appreciation for the Nashville sound that I once dismissed and for all the people that created it. On every episode of Cocaine and Rhinestones, Tyler always says, if you think you have a good idea for a podcast, you should make one. Well, here I am. I'm making a podcast about something I love. Also, I guess this is going to be my story, too. How a guy from Oregon fell in love with a music and a time that ended uh, pretty much before I was born. How I went from not understanding Sweetheart of the Rodeo to really appreciating that album for what it is. A fantastic love letter to country music from a bunch of rock and roll hippies. That mix of songs and the players on that record is amazing from covers of traditional tunes to Leuven Brothers tunes to R&B covers from Leroy Bell. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, I guess. So if you're intrigued and want to know how we got from Mr. Tambourine Man to Hotel California, this might be the podcast for you. And if you absolutely hate that music, well, stick around too. You might just find a reason to fall in love with it.